Genesis 27, verse 21. And let me give you a little insight before I started reading. Uh, Isaac is the son of Abraham who began as Abram. Um, they couldn't have any children. God gives a promise at 75 years old. He's old, his wife's old, but they have this son of promise named Isaac. Now the blessing has started. There's something has been released so Isaac has two sons that they're twins. He has Esau and he has Jacob. This is the episode of how Jacob approaches his father because he knows the significance of the blessing. Isaac said to Jacob, please come near that I may feel you, my son. Whether you are really my son, listen to this, Esau or not. He was not Esau. Verse 22, so Jacob came near to Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. Then he said, are you really my son Esau? And he said, I am. He said, bring it near to me, talking about the gain or the, the food that he had gone to prepare, which his mother prepared. And I will eat of my son's gain so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near to him and he ate. And he brought him wine and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, come near now and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, surely the smell of my son is like the smell of the field, which the Lord has blessed. Therefore, may God give you of the dew of heaven, meaning you're gonna have moisture for your soul of the fatness of the earth and plenty of grain and wine. Let people serve you and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren and let your mother's sons bow to you. Curse be everyone who curses you and bless be those who bless you. Father, we thank you for this Kairos moment, this moment of blessing. This moment of increase, the moment of manifestation, the moment of glory, the moment of proof that you are in the earth and you do dwell with those who are faithful to you. So expand the territory, enlarge the territory, open up avenues, open up opportunities that didn't exist, but now they do exist. We give you all the glory and praise in advance. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Go ahead and take your seats. I want to read another portion of scripture out of Genesis 32, verse 26. Genesis 32, verse 26. There's this struggle going on here with this same Jacob. And Jacob wants validation of what his father has said to him. So he finds himself wrestling with the Lord. So it reads this way in verse 26 out of Genesis 32, 
32. And he said, the angel of the Lord, let me go for the day breaks. I got to go before, before the night is over. But Jacob, he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. I will not let you go unless you bless me. I want to give you about five points here this morning because these things are very, very important. Uh, so many people have gained certain levels of assets, gained promotions, and they call it blessed. Well, the blessing is not the promotion, it's not the house, it's not the car. It's an impartation from a father. It's an announcement for, from a father that whatever hell comes into your life, why you have your car. It will not succeed. Whatever, whatever devastation comes to your life, why you, have a car, why you have a house, it will not overtake you. Some people, and I watch many people throughout um, my movement, they act like they'll never get sick and people are sick and dying all around them. They act like no calamities will ever come against their lives and, and they, they walk around like they're invincible just because they say they know Lord, the Lord. Well, Jacob knew the Lord, but he needed a blessing on his life as well. Now, uh, I want to walk through this because in the South, we, may, we are considered some of the most rebellious people in the South. And that's why things are such a, at a disarray and a struggle. So what we have to do is we have to work harder at it than some people in the northern uh, states, simply because we have a spirit that hovers over the south of rebellion because of all the slavery and all the, all the mistreatment that took place. When you've been mistreated, you're quicker to move toward resistance than you are to being in a, a posture to receive. I have not met anybody that was abused that was readily uh, willing to submit. They're always at that place. I can always tell when a person is moving in resistance. I'm like, what happened in your childhood that you're still living in? Because you don't know that a blessing comes from up high and then it empowers everything down low. And if you can't lower yourself, then you can't get the blessing. Because this is what Jacob had to do. Even though he wasn't the right person, he was the person. So I want to talk about this blessing that was stripped from many of our homes because we didn't have fathers in most of our homes. And if we had a father, he was an absentee father or video game playing father or an, or an alcoholic father or a drug addict father or, or, or wherever he laid his hat was his home father. Some kind of way he wasn't the type of father that understood that he was supposed to speak a blessing over us because he had no one to speak a blessing over himself. I released my father from being ignorant because he had no father to bring wisdom into his life. So I want you today to release your father who was ignorant because he had no father to bring blessings into his life. How can he pronounce a blessing over your life? So we have here in this portion of scripture, we have two boys, their sons. You got Esau and then you got, you have Jacob. The only reason there's a struggle is the struggle was even in the womb. The struggle was in the womb because Jacob was trying to get out first before Esau. You read your Bible, you will see that. But he has a desire for something that Esau doesn't have a desire for. I, I want to help all of you casual Christians. You know, those of you who don't have enough fight in you to get the blessing. Those of you who get offended when anything is said or done that you don't like. 
Because see, if you want the blessing, you have to, you have, to have determination. I want to touch a few black fathers who are behind right now, but you're about to shift because you're about to get a zeal on the inside of you to go after something your, your grandfather and your father never went after. Because I'm telling you, you can't get this blessing just sitting on the sideline, giving other people opportunity to walk by you and stop talking about their color and get down to business and let's go to work. All right. So the blessing is stronger than any force in this earth. The blessing is stronger than any force in this earth. The proof is right there in the word. So you take a person like myself, born in a single parent household. My dad lived about a mile away. He had no interactions. I remember living with my dad possibly one year. Possibly one year. But when I, I grew up into an adult, I didn't realize how bad the struggle was in my mother's house. Not until I became an adult because everybody around us was struggling. So we didn't know we were poor because everybody around us was needy. So if you're gauging yourself by other struggling people, you may be misgauging yourself and you may be counting yourself out as being the one. Because most of you, you're happy just hanging out with people just like you. But I understood if there's a blessing on me, I'm going to move beyond the people around me. Okay. So this, this blessing, this empowerment is stronger than anything in the earth. It has the ability to take this lying young Jacob, this trickster. See, that's y'all's problem. Y'all always choose the good boy. God takes the worst boy, put a blessing on him and make him the best boy. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? See, if you would choose it, you would choose that one that was the most intellectual. You would choose those who went to, to Yale University. That, see, that's how you would choose. But see, God chooses somebody that when the blessing comes on them, he can get more out of them because they were willing to do what others weren't willing to do. I, I know your friends think there's something like a, abuse when you yield to a father. No, 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 no. What, what you do when you yield to a father, you get heavenly help to do in the earth what somebody that went to Yale will never be able to do. Now, now let me help some of y'all that, that, that haven't gone anywhere yet, but you're about to go to a great place. Why? Because the blessing is about to rest on your life in a way it doesn't rest on somebody else's life. See, you lose track of yourself. You still black. They still gonna seat you in a certain place when you go in the restaurant. They still gonna put your application or your resume on the back table. But when a blessing is on you, all of a sudden there's a shift. And see, you think that you're doing really well you're hanging around the same people at the pool with you. But I want to talk to somebody that understand that God has greater for me. And if God has greater for me, I'm going to get what God has for me. So, so the blessing is stronger than my race. The blessing is stronger than where I was raised. The blessing is stronger than the South. The blessing is stronger than any dilemma. Any dilemma I walk over into, they got to see me because the blessing's on me. You put me in the room with politicians, they got to hear what I got to say. There's a blessing on me. You can't keep me out because the blessing already put me in. And there is no competition because the blessing is always stronger. If you try to compete with me you're gonna lose because the blessing is on me somebody say the blessing is on me 
I went through the same thing you went through. You were suicidal. I got more life in me when I went through. I got more zeal in me when I went through. I got more fight in me when I went through. It was not that I didn't go through. It's just the things that kill you stimulate me because the blessing is on me. The blessing is stronger. The curse is only to four generations. The iniquities of the fathers only last four generations. The blessing lasts a thousand generations. Tell me which one's the strongest. So what you are ascribing to only lasts four generations. What I'm ascribing to thousands of generations. That's how powerful it is. When it's powerful, it can last a long time. It, it's not about to stop. Now, it's not about to stop. It, it is stronger. It can take the low and take them high. The only reason you got up, you got around somebody that was blessed. Okay. The passionate pursuit of the blessing is the proof that you are the one. Now, listen to this, because this is very important. It took passion for Jacob. He was pursuing. He and his mother were pursuing the blessing. No, they weren't waiting on something to happen. I'm not sitting next to somebody waiting on something to happen. I'm going after it. Jacob said, I may have been second coming out the womb, but I'm not going to be second all my life. I am going to find a place. So I'm going after the blessing. See, they talked about me as I was serving a man who's at home to be with the Lord. And I was pursuing him. And I was willing to change my name of my organization for him. Because I wasn't after him. I was after the blessing. I'm not a fool, baby. I was after the blessing. Now I lead an organization. And 93,000 square, square feet of building is paid for. Why? Because that is the blessing. It happened in a pandemic. A pandemic can't stop you. A famine can't stop you. When the blessing is on you, and let me just say it, Negroes can't stop you when they're jealous of you. But when there's a blessing on your life, that, that's why you got to pursue it. Because you know you're on a journey. And you know you're going to stir up some haters. You think they like you because they're at your house and eating meals at your house. No, they don't like you. they jealous. You just showed them everything that you have. Now they walk out of your house and talk about you before they can get down the street and you think they happy about your success they are not happy you better get a blessing on you now they got a strategy to try to figure out how they gonna stop you they laugh in your face but now they got a conspiracy to try to figure out how to take what you have they, they don't want to work hard they want to manipulate that's why you need a blessing on your life I knew I wasn't going to stay at the top, at the bottom, but I knew someone was going to try to stop me. So I said, God, I need a blessing on me. And God said, now you chase after that blessing. You find out who that blessing is on. I don't need a brother. I need a father. A blessing comes from a father. There's a pattern here. You can't help me, brother. That's why you jealous of me. Because you don't understand. A blessing comes from a father. So I chased the blessing that was on the father. I chased the blessing. Didn't mean he wouldn't go through. 
I recognize while he was in hell that the blessing was on you. Can you recognize where the blessing is when the fire is burning all around them? So you have to pursue it. So Jacob, he is pursuing it. He is in high pursuit of this blessing. He knows that his, bro- his brother is next in line for it. And he's willing to go through this process that his mother helps him with. This conspiracy in the house for the blessing. But he knows how important the blessing is. And once he realizes how important the blessing he I- is, he lets his mother dress him up. He allows his mother to cook the meal that his brother would normally cook. It's all a conspiracy. It seems like total foolishness. And how do you get God to come over into foolishness? Be more hungry for the blessing than anything else. Be more hungry for the blessing than the position. Because if you get the position without the blessing, they're going to bring you down. But if you get the blessing, they can never bring you down. Everything they do will promote you. Why? Because the blessing is on you. That's how it works. So you have to pursue it. You can't be lazy. You can't be laid back. You have to reserve your energy for chasing the blessing. They want to know why you still have to have a pastor. Because there's still more blessing that God wants to release in my life. Anytime you think that you're going to the highest place where you don't need a father to speak into your life. You have just now stifled your growth and the next generation. No matter how much territory I take in my city and Atlanta. I still need somebody to tell me. That you can do greater and you can do better and the blessing is on you to do more. See, that's your problem. You don't want nobody speaking over your life. But I learned that if somebody speaks into my life, they empower me to keep going when others want me to quit. So I got this drive. I'm not just a weekend warrior, Sunday morning Christian or Wednesday night hump day kind of preacher. Because I'm after something. Look at your neighbor. Tell them I'm after something. See, you got to go after it. Because if you're not after it, you'll be distracted by the people around you. And they said, well, I don't want you. They said, I went after you anyway. Because when you want it, you, you got to get in the grind. And you got to be able to wrestle with God. And there has to be a, some affirmation from heaven. What the father has said in the earth. So here it is. Jacob said, no, 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 no. I'm going to wrestle with you tonight. I'm not letting you go until you change my bank account. I'm not letting you go until you move, remove this homelessness. I'm not, I, no, I'm not, I'm not going to let you go until you remove this suicidal spirit and this depression that's over my life. I'm not, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you go until you remove this this orphan spirit off of me I, I am not an orphan you are God the father so I'm not an orphan that's the problem most of you think like orphans because you ain't never gone after the blessing of the father I am not an orphan even if I didn't know who my earthly father was I know who my heavenly father is so I am not an orphan I am qualified for a blessing and you not gonna outdo me because you're not blessed unless you hook up God honors the declaration of a father more than the deceit of a son. Son is deceitful. Father is intentional. 
you little old raggedy joker there. I know what you're up to. I may not be able to see in the natural, but you have reward. Your intentions are going to be reward. How does God look down through a father and see the intentions of a deceptive son and then say, I'm going to put it on you anyway. I'm going to put something on you. Y'all better get ready. Those who thought wouldn't get the blessing are the ones who are the recipient of the blessing. And if you think you can run fast enough to keep up with the blessing, you must. You should have started running about five years ago because this this blessing was so powerful it could break through the history of crime lies and hypocrisy see we got a bunch of religious people around the earth that already disqualified no no you they disqualified you just got qualified because what God done through his father is he looked I, I feel I, you feel like the son but your voice is that of Jacob. But you feel like Esau. Do you think this son of promise. This anointed man was stupid. He said. He, Listen. I know. Who you really are. But you are so passionate. And you understand. What it is to receive a blessing from a father. And he don't understand, but you understand because you understand you're going to get, even though you were second, you're going to get what the first should have got. See, that's the thing that you don't understand. The first son always qualifies for a double portion. The very first son. The very first son, the blessing of the father is a double portion. So Elisha, while he was asking, he had the right to ask. Because he was a son and he was asking for a double portion. He said, if you see me when I'm taken, you can have a double portion. So he starts to follow him. He starts to follow him every single place he went. Why? Because that's important or if you're going to get the blessing. So you give an opportunity. Follow me to Aniston. Follow me to my preaching and gate. Because the blessing is where you get... Because what you're asking for, you can have the success without the peace. I want to give you the success with the peace. I ain't worried about nobody stealing what I have. What I have is a curse to them if they get it the wrong way. Get a hold of my money and see what happens. Take one of my positions and mean harm to me and see if your house don't fall apart. If you ain't for me, you better get out of the way. Is deceitful. His mother helps in his deceit. His father realizes it is the voice of Jacob. It is the skin or the hair of Esau. He brings me a meal. He satisfies my need. So it prompts me to release a blessing. The biggest problem when the church is you see the need and don't meet it. You see the need and you talk about it. No, when you see the need, you meet the need and you position yourself for an empowerment to come into your life. Because I promise you, even where you are now, you have haters. And they are probably in the category of best friendship. 
And they make good comments about everything you do. But let me help you with your blessed self. They don't like you. Now, for all of you who really read your Bible, everything that I read was deception. How did he qualify for this blessing? How, how can he have served in prison and get this blessing? Because he was more passionate about it than those who had not served in prison. Those who had not had any calamities in their life. Those who had not been rejected and cast on the side of the road and marginalized. That's why if, if a black person on this particular day, if they could get it, something about to expand in their lives like never before. I ain't got no problem with your frat brothers. But they're about to get angry with you if I can get on you today what God wanted on you a long time ago. They're they going to get upset with you. And I know you're going to dance with them and throw up signs, but that's all right. They're throwing up some other signs about you because you're too blessed to, for them to just let you walk around like that. And you think I don't even have the amount of money they have, but you have the grace on your life. You look too good to be broke. I said you look too good to be broke. You ain't stressing over your finances because you know money is on the way. Somebody say money is on the way. People don't get jealous of you about what you have. They get jealous because you look like you got something. So this is, this is what you need. This is what you need. The blessing of a father is the assurance for a great recovery. Some of y'all crying over what you lost. Get excited about what the blessing brings to have a great recovery. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I said, Lord, we everybody left church during the pandemic. I said, but I'm blessed. So I have more audience outside of the church than I have in the church. You looking for them in the church. They get more streaming in than you getting sitting in here because you have partnered with somebody that's blind. And they coming back. And when they come back, they're going to come back right. Why are they going to come back right? Because they're going to realize there's a blessing even flowing through the streaming now. I don't know if y'all paying attention how the numbers are jumping. It's because the blessings has increased. And if you're plugged in, when the numbers jump here, the, jump, the numbers will jump there. Which means they will increase with you as they increase with us. Let me help you with something. I, I've been pastoring 26 years. And I've seen plenty of people sitting around with these funny attitudes. You ain't the first one, but you're going to be the left one just like them. So get yourself together. There's a blessing on me. There's a blessing on this house that'll benefit you and your children if you can get this down on the inside of you. Is there a shout of hallelujah in this place? So the father makes this declaration of blessing over the second son. Now, if you read more of it, the first son is now begging for what the second son has. 
There's some people going to be begging for what God is going to drop on your life today. Oh, this ain't no tomorrow thing. We, we ain't waiting on the 19th. There's something going to drop on your life today. And the ones who had the first opportunity but didn't value it, you might as well come on and scoot right in their seat. I'm telling you, and you think everybody's celebrating with you. No, they're not celebrating you with you. Because here it is. Esau had the first opportunity for the blessing. He was the firstborn. How do you let opportunity slip away? Because you don't know the value of the blessing. I walked up in a house that you can set this church in three or four times, if not more. 25,000 people that wasn't passionate enough about what they read in their Bible about the blessing. I wasn't after position. I was after the blessing. You could never build something like that without a blessing on you. See, I realized when I look at what people have accomplished, there had to be something on them that wasn't like what was in my household. So when I saw it, I said, how can I serve it? How can I get in the room with it? I don't have to be in the, I don't have to be in the office. Just let me sit on a pew. You let me sit on a pew, I'm going to get it. You let me watch on YouTube, I'm going to get it. I'm after something. And I'm still after something. Y'all thought it was over. No, it ain't over. I found me another blessed individual. I found me another blessed father. And I'm after it right now. We won't put pots everywhere. We won't change the name of the church. But we will have the blessing that I see afar. I am going to pull it over into Birmingham, Alabama. And I'm going to see lives transformed like what we're seeing right now. Because that's what happens when you have the blessing. Oh, you stupid. But have you ever gotten close enough to a father that knows that his words unlock destiny in your life? Have you ever been close enough to a father that they start to tell, tell you the potential you have while you're walking out what you're doing? Girl, do you know that you don't have to be with this man that married to this other woman and got five or six girlfriends and all? Do you know that you are a you, you are a prince on your way to being a queen and now you letting them hang out with you and do all kind of stuff to you dude do you know you have so much potential you can't be waste running around with those time wasters I call them time wasters because they're trying to take the time that you need to be have you need to harness so that you can bring in your harvest I ain't got time to be hanging out with somebody I got too much harvest to bring in wasting my energy intoxicated by negative things that they're saying I'm too blessed to sit there and listen to a negative conversation. Why are you going to listen to that trash and you that blessed? I don't care how many folks are saying they saying it because there's a blessing on your life and that's why they want to kill your reputation. So the blessing of a father is the assurance for great recovery. You're going to have to recover. You don't have to recover from some stuff. You don't have to recover from what they said. You don't have to recover from what they've done. 
You're going to have to recover from the people they ran away. You're going to have to recover from the losses financially that'll come. But multiplication comes after that. You're going to have to recover from all the lies they told on you. While you were trying to do your best, they were talking all kind of crazy stuff and did not invite you to the table to defend yourself because God didn't want you to defend yourself. He said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. Let me get to the table and talk. I don't need you to talk. You don't need to represent yourself. If you're blessed, you don't represent yourself. Let them continue to talk. All they've been doing is shredding their own lives and shredding their own family and shredding their own business and shredding everything about them. If it hadn't been you shredding, give God a shout of praise. But if you've been shredding, you might want to go to God and ask God, do something for me. I didn't know I was talking about the blessing. I didn't know I was criticizing the blessing. I didn't know God that way, that person belonged to you. I didn't know that they were wrestling with God when we were in church saying, God, I ain't going to let you go until you bless me. words of a father leave the earth even when they leave when a father speaks a blessing and they may go home to rest never let their words leave the earth in fact you pass on the blessing is passing on the words of the fathers passing them on to the next generation so what my father said to me I say to Sasha Sasha's gotta say it to her kids why because that's how it works because God speaks to the fathers he don't speak to the son he speaks to the fathers first and when he speaks to the father this fathers take regurgitate and then pass on to the sons. Abraham received a blessing from the father and changed his name he passed it on to Isaac Isaac passed it on to Jacob because Esau was too naive in his moment that now the blessing is passed on to Jacob Jacob gets his name changed just like Abraham you notice that Isaac's name never changed but when you get over to Jacob his name changes his name is now Israel he passes it on and as he passes it on Joseph catches it now he's got favor on his life that nobody can do anything with he spends time in prison comes out of prison his first day out of prison he's made the governor how do you go from prison to being the governor rags to riches poverty to wealth sickness to health when it's a blessing you ain't gotta wait 30 days this ain't no 30 day thing guys this ain't this is a right now thing how did David recover from Ziglag there was a blessing on him you see confrontation chaos and opposition differently when a blessing is on you you my opposition is a workout I go to the gym three three times a week physically I work out with people's criticism every day of my life I am stronger in the spirit than I am naturally the more they bring against me the more I bench
my last point, my last point. The blessing spoken by your father will transform the lives of those who assist you. It's not just talking about you. People who come alongside you to help you. All of a sudden, the blessing will spill over on them. Everybody that below life will be a partaker of the blessing. Everybody that comes and brings some level of encouragement to you while you're doing what you do, the blessing will spill over on them. I met uh, years ago, I was looking for a home and I met this real estate agent whose business was on the rocks. And so we pulled up to this home that she was about to show me and uh, we noticed myself and Sasha, Lady Davis wasn't there. Her car was smoking as if the oil was getting through into air engine and causing smoke to come through her tailpipe. But she was so adamant about being my real estate agent that God could not hold back the blessing that was on her life. Now she drives things that don't smoke and she couldn't find me a house the last time. And she was so generous. She said, uh, Mr. Davis, would you like to come and look at my house? And I said, yes, we're on our way. Not only did we look at it, we bought it. Because see, when a blessing is somewhere, everybody that tries you is going to be helped and she didn't help now not only is she living up the street from me but every now and then she sends me and my family down to her beach house so we can relax on the beach without spending any money don't you tell me i'm not blessed i'm gonna tell you right now there's some people around you that's about to get an upgrade because all they done was reached out a hand to help you anybody from this day forward that lifts the weight off of your life is about to be blessed beyond their wildest dream if i didn't teach you this you wouldn't know why they're being blessed. But now that you're being taught well and you put your hands out to lift the weight, God's going to lift the weight off of your life. You ain't seen what God's about to do. You ain't going to walk by no more blessed people because anytime you can encourage a blessed person, you about to be blessed yourself. I wish somebody that's got a jacked up life would just say, can I hush? Can I grieve? Can I sing? Can I clean? What can I do to lift the weight off of you because I know there's a blessing on you. I can see the blessing on you. So if you give me one opportunity to do anything around what you're over, I believe that God is going to bless my socks off. That's the way Lady David said. I don't think y'all understand what's going on in this chaos moment. See, don't do church as usual in a chaos moment because before Give your 
Birmingham area, we'd love to see you. Stop by because everyone is welcome at Refresh Family Church. It's full of friendly people, a warm atmosphere, and a powerful word. Our service times are Sundays at 9 a.m. or our empowerment service on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We're located at 117 12th Court Northwest in Birmingham, Alabama. We'll see you soon at Refresh. Want to find out more about Apostle Stephen A. Davis? Well, log on, because StephenADavis.org is now live. That's right, log on to StephenADavis.org now, and you can find out all about him. Watch live broadcasts and get all the information you need at StephenADavis.org. Available on all platforms. Log on today. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. At Refresh Family Church, we're more than just a church. We're a nation. To find out more, log on to StephenADavis.org. We'll see you next time.